All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 1st of February and it's all about the union budget today. It is an interim budget, remember, ahead of the general elections, but it will still allow the Modi government to chart a potential course for the future. We've got live coverage through the day, so don't forget to switch to NDTV Profit on your television sets and your phones for all of the latest news and analysis. The big news overnight, though, is the U.S. Federal Reserve decision. It kept its policy rate unchanged for a fourth straight time and also signaled cuts this year. But it also indicated that it is not in a rush to cut rates. The Federal Open Market Committee unanimously decided to keep its key interest rate unchanged at 525 to 5.5%, citing slowing economic activity and easing but elevated inflation, according to its statement. It also removed any reference to future rate hikes. The tone and the messaging from the Fed pushed back on already easing expectations of rapid-fire rate cuts with the earliest one which had been expected in March. And the effect on markets was apparent. Stocks in the US saw their biggest decline since March last year. And meanwhile, Treasury yields fell across the curve, with the 10-year yield falling below 4%. An unexpectedly poor result from regional bank New York Community Bank Corp fueled concerns of a worse outlook for the banking industry as a whole, and investors rushed to safe havens. Yields move higher after Powell's statement, but not by much. Turning to news from back home, it's more good news for the economy ahead of the presentation of the union budget. Gross GST collections rose 10.4% year-on-year to 1.72 lakh crore rupees in January. The finance ministry in its release also said that the final collection for the month would be higher. The strength of the collections comes likely on the back of year-end festivities and the quarter-end push that is usually noticed. This was the second highest collection ever on record. GST collections in the financial year up to January are at about 11.5% higher than the comparable period uh, a year ago at 16.69 lakh crore rupees. More news on the economy. India's eight core infrastructure industries continued to grow, but at the slowest pace since October 2022. The index of eight core industries rose 3.8% in December 2023, as compared with 7.9% in November, according to data released by the government. Now the big corporate news, and this one's a doozy. The Reserve Bank of India introduced further restrictions against Paytm Payments Bank. In a statement yesterday, the regulator said that the Comprehensive System Audit Report and subsequent Compliance Validation Report of external auditors revealed persistent non-compliances and continued material supervisory concerns in the bank, warranting further supervisory action. Among the restrictions that were imposed, the payments bank will not be allowed to take further deposits or facilitate credit transactions after the 29th of February and no other banking services apart from withdrawal or utilization of balances are to be allowed after the 29th of February. And finally, what's more, the nodal accounts of 197 communications and Paytm payment services are to be terminated earliest but not later than the 29th 
of February. For all of the implications and also if you are a user of their services, do remember to check out the story on the website ndtvprofit.com to look at what that means for you. Now, finally, turning to the markets in the Asia-Pacific region that have opened so far, the three early risers have started mixed with two of the three losing ground. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. It's a brave man that will predict the market on any given day. And he must be braver still to make a prediction on a budget day. So I'm not going to ask you how the markets will fare. But what are the major factors to watch today? Thanks for sparing me the blushes, Alex. Um, <laughs> I can say that almost every single day, frankly, which I guess most people can as well. But yeah, I mean, the major factors to watch today, I think at, at, at the start, uh, we we probably looking at the Fed obviously having a much, much larger impact. Though I, I have to admit, there is, uh, it's not a surprise. You could argue that maybe relative to what the November or December talk was about a Feb or a March or whatever, March rate cut, this has been dashed. But I think in this meeting, I doubt too many people really thought that there'll be a rate cut. So therefore, no big surprises. And which is why I think the yields, um, as well as the Asian markets, are mixed, you know. I mean, cost HSI, etc. are all actually higher in trade today. Though, yes, ASX and Nikkei have come off a little bit. So you'll start off lower. Uh, you'll probably meander around. And then depending on what the budget does uh, to specific pockets or to... Uh, you know, individual market mood, depending on what they say about the capex. I think that is what will drive uh, sentiment in the session today. So one keen eye out on whether the fiscal consolidation is maintained or the fiscal consolidation glide path is maintained, but capex is not compromised too much. I think if they manage to do something like that, uh, then uh, you probably have... Uh, a day which is not looking all that bad. Remember, all the other cues are okay. Geopolitically, politically, India is well aligned. So as long as uh, uh, this comes up okay, uh, we should be fine. You know, there's been a bit of a turn in the FBI uh, numbers as well off late after having nearly over 35,000 crores sold in the month of Jan. The last week hasn't been too bad. Even yesterday's session about 1660 odd crores. So there's a bit of a turn out there as well. Lots of stock-specific action, Alex, and, and shouldn't surprise people. It's the it's the midst of earnings season, but obviously what takes center stage is what will happen to 197, isn't it? I mean, just the fact uh, that it's um, uh, an event after event for that. So RBI, and maybe you've spoken about this, but you know the further restrictions against Paytm Bank, and I think most brokerage notes that I read seems to suggest that, I mean, in fact, the Macquarie notes suggest that is this the end of the road, so to say. It's probably not as bad, but you would expect the stock to start off very, very weak today. Won't be surprised if it's a large cap town for Paytm in the session and doubt that it'll really recover too quickly because there is no early resolutions to something like this. So uh, shareholders of Paytm, unfortunately, will have a bad day arguably the bad next few days because it's very, very unlikely that it's going to really start off uh, too well. So please keep that in the uh, in the back of your mind. There are other stocks in news, for example, before I get to results. Paras Defense has received an optical periscopes contract from the Ministry of Defense. Don't know the size, but uh, could be good. Deepak Nitrat has signed an MOU worth 9,000 crores with the Gujarat government. So I think that could be a, uh, a stock that could be monitored because somehow these MOUs are getting rewarded very, very well. So that stock too could have an interesting morning. And Divgi Talk Transfer has received an order of over 200 crores from 
I think two North American manufacturers. So I think watch out for these three per se from a news perspective and very quickly to results that that stood out. Well, Sri Cement um, had a had a strong quarter and we've seen cement do this, but just the extent of the margin beat is quite astounding. Margins up 729 basis points for Sri Cement um, at 24.2 versus 16.9 versus an estimate of 21.9, arguably the stock of the morning. Pat, therefore, much, much higher than what was estimated. So watch out for Sri, watch out for uh, Godrej consumer to an extent. Uh, at 22.97%, it's a strong margin performance relative to estimates. Uh, and therefore, this too could do well. Because remember, FMCG, the street is not going into these numbers very, very, with too much of optimism. And therefore, GCPL could be a stock in focus. Mathas and Sumi could be a stock in focus. Again, margin beat out there as a result of which pad beat coming in as well. Uh, revenue numbers were also in line with estimates, so not bad. You know, strong numbers from Ajanta Pharma and Mankind Pharma. Ajanta Pharma... Uh, revenues were up 13%, which is okay. But look at the operational metrics. A bit up 85% as a result of which 28.4% margins versus 17.5. Net profit up 56%. Strong showing there by Ajanta Pharma. So could do well in trade. And as could Mankind Pharma, by the way. Just the free cash flow generating machine, you could argue, for Mankind Pharma. Revenues up 24%. Margins 23.26 versus estimated 24.9. So a bit of a chink in the armor there. But the net profit still up a healthy 55%. So strong showing uh, out there for Ajanta, and uh, and 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 keep in mind that for uh, for mankind, I mean, and keep in mind for mankind, exports grew 118% YOI. So strong showing there, and free cash flow generation. The balance sheet cash has doubled. Uh, since March 2023. That's quite stunning, really, as to what's happening in that business model. So watch out for that. Watch out for JSPL. Margins up 520 basis points to 24.3 versus estimated 19.5. So this one, too, could be in focus. Dixon could be in focus. The numbers, strong revenue performance, so you can't fault Dixon out there at all. Margins keep on going up and down every quarter. Pat up 87%. You could argue that in some sense, for some brokerages, these were below estimates and the management refrained from providing any revenue guidance, which was interesting because usually they do. Um, they are talking about looking to vertically integrate with uh, PCBA for industrial products, which can aid margins. So let's wait and watch. The commentary from Dixon uh, could be interesting to monitor. Just two quick things uh, aside of this. Uh, the While we've spoken about good numbers, there were some wobbles uh, in this quarter, you have to admit, really. Um, Balaji Amines, terrible performance, if you will, relative to what was estimated and was thought of 33% downtick in revenue and PAT. So that stock could correct a bit. So watch out for Balaji Amines. Certainly uh, should be a weak number. And Westlife, uh, uh, you know, that too uh, had negative same-store sales growth, the nine by, by lower by 9 odd percent. Uh, that number for a stock which is expensive is not heartening really. Revenue is down 1%, so no growth. Uh, EBITDA down 10%, margins down 138 basis points. Uh, certainly a stock that will probably start off lower. Uh, and uh, even for Great Eastern Shipping, much anticipated from this, but the numbers look very weak. Margins down 209 basis points, net profit down 14 14% as well. So again, a stock that could have a bit of a weak start. Uh, I must also just mention very briefly data patterns, very strong set of numbers and could be interesting to monitor. But that's a long, long list of things to watch out for, Alex. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.